a father, a monument, a king, an idea, a representation of where our future could have been. Entertainer, artist, musician, family man. Just so intelligent was uh, Nipsey Hussle, man. And I actually had people that knew him personally. Uh, they followed me on my Instagram. If y'all want any proof on that, y'all can always follow me on Instagram at T-I-M-S-T-U-H. And I'll be happy to show you people that are really affiliated with him. Um, it, it's hard. Um, I, I mean, I listen to Nipsey Hussle from... I'll say like... I say like when Crenshaw dropped, so like 2013. Um, but I didn't really heavily get into him like often until like psh, uh, my college years for sure. But I mean, just I, I, what I also don't like, a lot of people just liked him for his victory lap aspect. But I mean, you got to listen to his interviews and just who he was as a person. Like his character was tremendous. If you um, something I read too today that was awesome on social media was that uh, a guy pointed out that he has physical pictures. Like people weren't just posting pictures of Nipsey. Like pe- people were posting like pictures together with Nipsey. So that really like knocked it on the head. Like Nipsey like was willing to say what's up to everybody. Like he was cool with everyone. He tried to be like I guess cool as much like as much people as he can. And uh, I mean, I don't even sometimes it's just so hard to talk about Nip. Like, I I mean, I, I went through so much with this music and sometimes I can't even go back to his music anymore because it brings I don't know how like everybody's different. But with me is like I can't listen to his music as much because it doesn't uplift me to an extent because it brings me back to all those dark times, you know, and when I really feel like and that's not a bad thing like Nipsey got me out of that struggle so it was like it's perfect you know in regards to mental like trying to find myself mentally in my early 20s in my late 20s I mean my mid 20s um, I'm going towards my late 20s now <laughs> old man hey um, but I mean he he helped when I was from that early 20s stage to mid 20s when I was in college and trying to finish college and stuff like I used to listen to his music and he was really a huge pinnacle. Like, he's a huge pinnacle because what, by the time I graduated college, um, the world was already going more entrepreneurship-like mindset. Nobody was really catching on to it yet. But, um, like, now it's all saturated. Everybody thinks they're an entrepreneur these days just because they think it's cool. But, I mean, the real hustlers, like, really fucked with Nip, like myself. And I always threw subliminal stuff in all my posts about Nip. Nobody ever caught it because nobody, you got to really know Nipsey in order for me. And I live in the South in Texas, so nobody really fucked with him that heavy until like Victory Lap when he got his partnership. But, um, but with Nip, it, it was just, it's just different. Like this one hit me heavy. I wasn't, I, I was way too young and no, I wasn't even born. I was just way too young. For Biggie and Tupac, so I couldn't feel anything, man. But Nip, man, it hits me so hard because of just who he was. I mean, he was just so ahead of his time. Like in 20, like 11, he was already talking about like technology and smaller businesses being able to take over businesses. Hence, 
like Netflix taking over Blockbuster, Uber taking over taxis, like stuff like that. He didn't call the exact names, obviously, but he called the, the movement of smaller companies or like middleman type companies in regards to being built from technology are going to take over franchises. And and he was just right, man. Like he, he read he also read a lot of books and it's like he, he can tell when he speaks that you're like, shit, this dude's intelligent. And I'm actually ahead of a lot of my peers. Um, I'm a hustler. If you talk to my peers, my peers will tell you the work speaks for itself. But like a lot of my peers will tell you like, yo, Tim's a hustler. And little do they know that I learned a shitload from Nipsey Hustle. Um, I'll just listen to his interviews like while I'm working out and I'll just listen to small things he would say, man. And, and I'm just like, damn, like it's crazy, you know, and just nip was just phenomenal nip was something like he, he was gonna just change the whole world man he had technology investments already and he created a company called vector 90 which was you know enhancing the community and and tech and and entrepreneurship and investments and it was just insane what he was doing he's from the hood and you know it's kind of like a right and a wrong thing like I mean, he built his multi-millionaire business in the hood and stayed in the hood. The whole strip they were used to sell drugs. He he just opened up a store there. So I mean, he was just so authentic. But it, I mean, that's the reason of his passing, you know, because people in the hood couldn't reach him, you know, at a fingertip. You know, just walk up to him, and it's it's crazy. Like you'd think that somebody like Nip would be invincible in that hood. Like people all around him would be strapped, you know, because. He lives in a bad neighborhood and they got money and they got power. They got whatever they want that these guys want, whether it be women or whatever. But I mean, he he was he was shot and killed, you know, and it was ugly. And people like me, um, you know, Nip talked to me because I never really like I was too. I had too much pride to really do the whole like go to uh, counseling. I've been to a mental health counselor once, uh, psychologist or whatever you call him. I've been there once to counseling one time in my life. And even at that, I didn't really like it. I didn't think she touched all the bases of it. And I felt like I was too strong to still be there. I don't go through that much mentally. And I think I'm just very strong. And I'm, sometimes I'm overly confident in myself. So so when I went to my first time with uh, my friend, my friend, uh, I guess, referred me to her. But eh, I was kind of all right. I didn't really like it that much. I think I could have done better without it. Um, so... Nip would just, you know, Nip spoke to everything, man. He touched base on everything from the hood to being homeless to building on your own to just staying patient. He preaches, you know, his famous slogan is called the marathon, is which he preaches just having patience overall and just being patient in yourself and being able to just push amongst yourself and and just just live what you abide by. Just try to own it all, and not in a cocky, grief way, like where you're like, "Oh, I own this shit." Like just in a way to where you can control your sudden moves, you can control your future endeavors, and that's what Nip was all about. You know, he was a walking idea. He wasn't just a person or just a rap. Like everybody just knows him as a rapper, but real people that really fuck with Nip, like myself, like we know that this guy was like much more than that man he was a father first let's respect all that and he was a huge family man he always talked about imani in his songs his daughter and it's so shocking man like 33 years old you know shot 
getting shot in the head like by another motherfucker that was hating on him and it was just pure hate it was ugly and I was like man that's so crazy and um and so but with Nip left behind I mean it sucks because I was really looking forward to his newer interviews and because I saw him really rise like I was already listening to him before he was like rising like crazy and when he like he was already he just had it all you know that just defines the mortality of everything like nobody's safe and no matter what you do like people are still gonna hate you for what you do and like what I said like Nip just preached being patient and just sticking he said something always he said sticking to the script stick to the script and I always remember that and that's something I'm always gonna remember about Nipsey Hussle you know he always said stick to the script and you know I it just, I just love that you know he says like bad times are gonna happen stick to the script you know like people are gonna doubt you stick to the script uh, some people are gonna blow before you stick to the script like just stick to your vision and stick to what you believe in the most and I felt like that's like the coolest thing ever. Then that abides by his main slogans when you talk about Nipsey is that you always think about he always preached the marathon, the marathon, the marathon, like the long run of it, the long run of it. Like people are going to be sprinting and stuff short term, you know, rather it be money or success, but chase the longevity of it, chase the longevity of it. And like he deserved everything like it was like this past year and a half, like he was doing stuff with Gary Vee and and everybody and it was crazy to for me to see him from like all the way back then to like now to where everybody was worshiping him and i and i think that it just definitely hit me man i never really like saw an artist grow like nipsey so it was kind of i was definitely in my feels man because you you feel like you know him when you're part of his proud to pay campaign and you just like you listen to everything he was doing and he's just he was really doing it he was out in the streets doing it building communities trying to end gang violence and and the guy was just and he was on top of all of that what really pisses me off he was still slept on like we were fucking like praising six nine and praising every like we're all praising nip right now because he died and then now that there's a lot of hype on his death even more trollers and hype people are even jumping on nipsey now but it's like before even all that like he was still slept on like i just named the gazillion things and he was still slept on there's still some people who are like oh i never even heard of nipsey like nobody even heard of this guy still at times and because even I would bring him up to like people at the gym or people anywhere. I'm like, yo, you don't listen to Nipsey. Some of my friends just recently started listening to him like last month. And I'm like, yo, y'all ain't heard of Nipsey. Y'all are crazy, dog. Like, and so that just shows how, you know, what type of people really fucked with Nipsey. And and so and he was still slept on. He was at the top of his career. He was still slept on, man. There's stupid artists getting like a million times more fame than him when he represented positivity to the max. Like... He was definitely fucking flawed, but man, he put like so much in front of him and he, the value he was willing to give and all his music and all the answers and all the interviews, he gave out everything for free. He didn't charge for no type of mentorship things. He was just giving everybody facts, knowledge and practicality and just doing shit. And so we're always going to miss Nipsey Hussle. And the fact that I had ties to him, like I knew people that text nipsey hustle so it's it's crazy man and well deserved man i probably i didn't plaque yet but i'm gonna plaque them 
but they are up on my wall already. I have little mini posters I went and got um, blown up the next morning um, after his death. And right above my window, right above my podcast mic, what I'm doing right now, and my music mini studio that I'm building right now, um, where I record also. You know, I have Nipsey right there now. Way overdue. I should have had Nipsey on my wall a long time ago, but <laughs> now is a perfect time. But Nipsey was great, and people should really recognize and take that into consideration, like who they see as their role models. Nipsey was just way more than a role role model, way more. You know, he was a king, man. He was a, he was, he was a walking very small percentage of people in my life that I'll even call a king. I don't even call fucking like NBA players kings. Like even like fucking Kevin Durant, LeBron is called King James. I still don't call him a king. Like Nipsey was a king, man. Like Nipsey knew exactly what he wanted to do for the world. And he just was so authentic, so genuine, so passionate and had everything in line. Like all of his goals were just right in line. And, and that's something that is so crazy, man. That, that was definitely a, a one percenter in this world. And what we're gonna miss him. That was a massive L for the music industry, for people in general that are trying to grow within an entrepreneurship realm, for people that just need strictly motivation. The biggest L in the world, man. And and that's gonna suck. That that's definitely gonna suck, man. I was looking toward more music from him, interviews, articles, you know, all of his investment plans with his companies. And more clothing. And I was just like, I was looking forward to all of his project. He was going to do crazy projects on top of that. I was just waiting for all of his music to come out too. Or just what he was up to next. And, you know, we're going to miss him. We will definitely miss him. The hus- true hustlers are going to miss him. Um, because me, I definitely wanted him to do that joint album with uh, Nipsey and Meek Mill. Uh, Meek Mill is, Meek, to me, like Nipsey Hussle and Meek Mill are both like my most famous, I mean, like my favorite motivational artists, but Meek Mill is like a second by a margin, like massive gap. Like, I don't, like Nipsey was just in his own lane, man. Nobody could touch Nipsey Hussle. Meek Mill is motivational, but he doesn't even come close, man. I mean, I might have to listen to him a lot to substitute with some Nipsey Hussle stuff, but nobody's ever going to touch a Nipsey Hussle, man, and we're gonna love you for that and i just wanted to just kind of just do this podcast remember him in case i want to listen to it every once in a while um years to come you know especially like a you know five years later a decade later um on his anniversary march 31st is when he passed away and i just want to sit back and think like damn like you know this guy single-handedly changed my life you know nipsey you know there, there's a very small people in this world that helped change my life and Nipsey definitely changed my life all around. And I appreciate him for that. He got me to the gym. He took me to the next level. He educated me. He taught me. Um, he shared his story with me. And that's something that I always carry with me, man. That's why he's going to be with me forever. But uh, we miss you, Nip. The real hustlers are going to really miss you, man. And I know his family and prayers out to all of them. His, all of his family and everybody that took that hit. Because if I if I feel some type of way and I don't know him personally, I could only imagine somebody that knew him personally. I know he was filled with just amazing stuff. So prayers up, man. And Nip, we'll, we'll miss you, man. But we'll ride with you. My plan is to just continue to marathon, like, 
just to do it, you know? Even if we didn't know each other, man, you, you always told people to just continue the marathon, stick to your script, and that was always your vision. And that's something I want to do. That was my wake-up call. When Nip was done, I was like, man, I feel like it's my turn to bring my own version of Nipsey Hustle to just motivate the world to continue to do what I've been doing on a massive level. And that's what I'll continue to do, man. So I appreciate you, Nip. I hope y'all enjoyed this. Share with someone that's a fan or that just needs motivation. And I promise it'll be a good one. Peace, y'all.